Willsboro, New York, 3 a.m., Sunday, January 12th. The Adsit Log Cabin, built by Samuel Adsit in 1778, is believed to be one of the oldest log cabins in the United States that still exists in its original location. Currently, it sits in silence, overlooking the stillness of Lake Champlain. Across that lake sleeps our four heroes, their encounter with the Wendigo, the Warden, and Augustifago a week behind them. They had, in the wake of the giant Wendigo's violent demise, made a late-night stop at the Country Cart Deli to get the old French-Canadian something to eat before sending him on his way back to Ontario to continue his unseen vigil. After the violence and terror of the first week of the new year, the group was relieved to spend the second week without immediate fear for their lives. Albion took time between talking with the wolf pack and visiting the gun range with Roe to call the Noctis Vigilia and inform them of the surprising individuals who appear to know of the secret organization. Between practice with Albion, Roe had been following up on her father's involvement in their investigation, and her fiancé. Desdemona has taken the time between researching the ghost ship they witnessed to buy some exercise equipment and get in better shape, inspired by her narrow brush with death. Meanwhile, Sylvester spent his time between preparing for the new semester, finding a new ride to replace the one he so dramatically totaled. All four of them went to bed Saturday night with relatively mundane plans for the following day. However, the night promises far more sinister plans for those restless individuals who act under cover of darkness. Which brings our view back across the lake to Adsit Cabin. As we close in on the historic landmark, we realize the door is ajar, forced open by unseen conspirators. And then the door is forcefully swung open as multiple figures burst through, running and stumbling and cursing mere moments before the door suddenly vanishes from its frame, propelled by a blinding flash of energy and noise. As the echo of the blast fades, and the flames that licked the barren trees around diminish in the winter chill, the charred remains of Adsit Cabin sit, once more, in silence. discuss what we did since we got a major milestone for uh, well, no, killing uh, that big dang old Wendigo. It was not a major one. That hasn't happened yet, I will Sorry, say. Sorry, significant. Yes, yeah, so we did get a significant milestone because a bunch of stuff happened. Normally you wouldn't get two that close together, but like, that was a very big Wendigo. Yeah. It so, was. Yeah, so uh, who wants to volunteer the things that they did with their significant milestone? 
All right, I'll go first, I guess. So I added one point to driving um, because Albion has been doing more of that than expected. And I yeah. need another low rank if I'm going to make other things high rank. Uh, and I changed the um, aspect of Lone Wolf and it ain't always feasible because I almost never tag that to Lone Wolf or Pack Hunter. I'm versatile because that is also more versatile. Versatility. It's Albion Graves' middle name. So it's driving. I actually don't know Albion Graves' middle name. It's probably Gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it's it's driving now uh, because that was one of your first big action scenes. All right. So that's that's me. That's what I did. Yeah. Pretty simple. I haven't added any new stunts because I like my refresh where it is. Yeah. What did you do with uh, with your points there, Christine? It is an auspicious day in the life of Desdemona Brown, for she now owns a singular point in athletics. Woo! Much excite. Maybe won't die. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's, that's perfect and wonderful. Um, Darius, what did you do with your new skill point, or did you hoard it? Oh, I can hoard it? Yeah, you don't actually have to put it in anything yet. Okay, because, no, I want to wait until I can get a new skill. Okay. Yeah, you can you can pick any of the new skills and make it a one, or you can just choose to uh, hoard, that, hoard those points and sort of buff up later. I'm probably going to hoard it for later when I can actually, I guess, change a stunt or something like that. Oh, you can change a stunt right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I can like, so I want to get rid of the uh, imposing stature stunt just because I've never actually used it. That's that's fair. And yeah, I want totally to fair. replace it with uh, footwork, which basically means that when I have to uh, dodge in combat, I use fists instead of athletics. Oh, that's really good. And then I'll shove my point into fists, so now I have a four in fists. Oh, damn. That's actually, that's really solid. And I'm going to call, I'm not going to call it footwork, I'm going to call it Shadow Dancer. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think, yeah, a basic uh, skill replacement one like that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, super cool. All right, and uh, Gwen, what did you do with your refresh so the baby got one more point in guns so she's got guns is plus two and i'm also changing i think the not my father's son aspect to be called anything you can do <laughs> anything you can do dot 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 yeah because like albion's i haven't <laughs> used the not my father's son one as much so i think if i change it to something like anything you can do I can do more justification with that. Yeah, I think that it is coming from a similar enough place where it's basically just uh, a different version of the same idea. So absolutely, I, I will say you can go right ahead with that. Sounds great. Uh, okay, I like how in general people in this group were like, mm, support skills, investigation skills. Nah, we want to punch some more monsters. <laughs> Des, can we just open with you looking at a newspaper? Certainly can. All right. 
So you have opened to you've opened today's newspaper. Uh, actually, do, how do you get the newspaper? Like, do you just have someone? Uh, do you have like a, a a kid with a news route or something? Oh yeah, it's delivered to her uh, onto her porch every day. I feel like Burlington is still kind of twee enough that in the neighborhoods like that, you might actually still have um, someone do that. Have a have a paper boy with a route. I mean, it's probably just a teenager in a car. Uh yeah, actually at this point that that would make sense. Um so yeah, I I think that you uh we look at you and you're getting the morning paper on Sunday, January 12th. And you open uh you open it up to find on the front page, uh it's A1 story that the Adsit cabin has suddenly been destroyed in the middle of the night. Uh, suspected arson, and nobody has any real leads at this time. Oh no! I always meant to go visit that! Oh, that's really weird. Huh. We're gonna get a text at this point. Hey, uh... Well, it's text, I don't need to do the voice. <laughs> hey, Dez! Cabin destroyed. Weird, question mark? Should we look into this? Desdemona Brown replies, I was just about to text you. Possibly should look into it. Is anyone else going to do anything? Uh, Des will text the other two and say something along the lines of, there's a cabin that has gone completely. It is gone. And possibly suspicious. Anyone down to clown? You get a gif response of like someone who's animated the scream to be very surprised. Like, more surprised than usual. And how does Sylvester respond? With that payday two gif of them dancing in the car. (laughs) (laughs) The chains is in the back and he isn't dancing because he's tired of this. (laughs) It's me. I'm chains. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, So, are you gathering at Dez's place, I presume? Yep. Yeah. Yes. I would say so. Okay. So by whatever means you have available to you, you've arrived at Dez's place. Um, and uh, what? Give me, give me the. I, I assume that you're going to be making tea for everybody as they're arriving. <laughs> yeah, and it's still early in the day, so there's actually muffins. Oh, Sunday muffins are the best muffins. Yep. Banana chocolate chip. I mean, if Albion has expressed that that is his favorite, then of course she made banana chocolate chip. Fuck. Yes. This is <laughs> the best way to start my probably gonna be terrible day. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Uh yeah, perfect. So we have some fresh banana chocolate chip muffins and some good hot tea uh, for everybody as they are arriving. Alright, so it's uh it's been a spell since we've uh, all been together. And what have you guys been, uh, what have you been up to? I've mostly been trying to keep things clear, make sure we don't still have a Wendigo problem, and thank heaven we do not still have a Wendigo problem. That's a relief. Good. Yeah, me and the wolf pack have been, uh, looking around, kind of keeping ourselves on patrol. What about y'all? What have y'all been up to? Making sure we don't go to jail by destroying the remains of the shed. Hmm. Huh. I mean, I, I, I think I should have thought of that, but apparently I did not. You did not. 
Thank you for your service, Sylvester. <laughs> it is appreciated as always. Good thinking on your part, buddy. You're welcome. Um, I've, I've actually been hitting the books at the library. I don't know if you remember, but there was a big giant ghost ship a couple weeks ago, uh, and I'm just trying to do some research and to find out what sort of boats and the history and what the circumstances were for this several different shipwrecks that are in Lake Champlain. Um, nothing specific quite yet. I have a couple, I have a couple uh, different ones to figure out uh, currently in regards to options, uh, but I'm still doing some research on that. And I bought an elliptical. Yes, I'm proud of you. <laughs> That's what's different about you. You look great. Thanks. Wow. Uh, I think Rogue. Uh, I know Rogue may have come off a bit insensitive there, but uh, I, I it is, it is nice to see you putting in some uh, some work on that. I I, I think Rogue is about to lose after I'm sorry. everything we've been through. It's easy to just kind of shut down, but uh, uh, taking the initiative and keeping yourself moving—that's that's good. Just just trying not to die, because if the last few weeks are any indication of what 2020 is going to look like, then I knew I had to do something just to keep up with you guys. Yeah, well, uh, Ro and I have been hitting the gun range pretty frequently, so... I am pretty sure that Ro has just lost her best girl status with one comment. Okay, see, as I said it, I was like, that's a dumb thing for Ro to say in the way she said it. <laughs> well, I, I mean, Dustin has, like, skinny already so i imagine maybe you noticed like a bit of a bicep that wasn't there before or something yeah. from an elliptical des is swole now after a week on an elliptical i mean that ass <laughs> wait wait you're already thin and you got an exercise machine are you the peloton ad lady <laughs> desdemona's journey to lose three pounds and not be eaten by wendigo <laughs> okay uh, let's, let's keep going. <laughs> um, so I know I've kind of been off the grid for a couple days, you guys, but I had a meeting with, um, one of my father's ex-employees, you could say. As far as I know, we are in a lot more trouble with him than I expected, He's really tied up in whatever's going on around here. And I think that we might have to, you know, get ourselves involved with a couple, you know, drug dealers here and there, depending on how this goes. Uh, thought I'd let you know ahead of time. But yeah, I've been trying to get back into the family business, I guess. That's it. Bit of a okay. whopper. Mm-hmm. Heavy. But also, mm -hmm. the cat that uh, hangs out at my house, she's pregnant. That's exciting. Oh. <laughs> well, congratulations to the cat that hangs out at your house, I guess. Mazel tov. Are you still- are you feeling safe, Ro? I- I think I'm good. I- you know, I've seen what you guys can do, and I've been working myself on protecting myself. I think- I think I'm good. We just gotta figure out what's going on with, you know, all of the stuff we've dealt with in the past two weeks total and, uh, figure it out. 
I mean, we still don't have much progress on the whole. Why there were zombies and skeletons in town. I got a little bit sidelined by bear attacks that were wendigo attacks. So we might want to refocus on the possible necromancer, because... I mean, if you recall, August did say that, uh... They might have been called here by something, and I suspect that might be connected. Do you think that Warden Beaumont has had any luck tracking or finding out anything about that necromancer? I mean, hell, there's a, only one way to find out. We can ask. Well, and has anyone seen that guy that we saw in the basement? Well, I ain't been looking, but no. Huh. I thought that he blew up. <laughs> I... It did appear that way. I mean, yeah, but... I don't know, something seemed off about... And I mean... You know, with the whole... Magically froze us, I just figured, you know... He might still be out there. I don't know. It's possible. Wizards are dodgy. So how do we want to hit this first? Because we also have a... A disappeared cabin, and for all we know, that might also be tied into all the magical bullshit that's going on around here. <laughs> It's probably nothing simple, like it's just been veiled, I, su I suppose. Now, if they're talking about arson, that means there uh, are remains, probably. I, I can mean, see if I can trace any magic that's there. Well, that's a start. We just gotta see if we can actually get in there without the cops asking questions or stopping us. Well, in the articles and stuff you guys read, was there anything about, like, a culprit suspected? Not that I can see. Okay. Did we want to make a game plan before we go over, or did we just want to go and investigate? I don't know. Sylvester, what do you think? Game plan, or just dive in? Let's just drive over there. Just whatever. You alright, bud? Yeah, no, I'm just... Yeah. Let's just drive over there and see what the fuck's going on. Alright, you, you seem a little out of it there, bud. Yeah, drugs are wearing off. But, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to elaborate on that. So, uh, antidepressants. Oh. Alright, that makes sense. Alright, uh, let's, uh, let's rock and roll then, I guess. We can talk about a plan on the drive over. Who's driving? Do I have my, do I have my hearse yet? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that might be a bit conspicuous. Uh. <laughs> it's either that or the ice cream truck. <laughs> well, let's All just right. take Albion's car. Fine. Do you have fake plates on him? I mean, I can. Just in case there's police there. Yeah, I can do that. And do we? Albion's gonna pull it. Do you have a garage here? Uh Desdemona does not have a garage. Okay, well that's... She has she she has a garden shed that she stores her bike in. Alright, we're gonna do it there then. <laughs> you're gonna you're, put you're your gonna... car in the... Yeah. What? That's exactly what I was asking. What? I, well, I thought you were implying it was... Well, never mind, we're not gonna do any plates, we'll just go. Okay. Well no, we, we could switch the plates, I could just veil <laughs> you guys. Because I know how to do that. Just, just okay, drive, drive to the graveyard next door. Nobody's there. <laughs> Switch the plates and go up. <laughs> this is the big. We're just gonna do it while we're failed and stuff. Okay. Okay. Uh, Gwen. Yes. 
I'm going to need you to make a discipline roll target one. So that's a one. Okay. Uh, you, you feel a bit of internal conflict as you are knowingly using these magic powers that you have access to. Uh, it's stopped being so much an unconscious reflex to danger or sort of on request of other people. And it's become more of a conscious decision to tap into your fey powers. But you shake off that that sort of inner conflict and you are able to veil the vehicle and the area around it enough for Albion to change the plates. This was All a right. very important scene to have, guys. <laughs> Plate changing. Yes. It, hey, guess what? It informs the audience about a change in your character. Correct. I'm it's sorry, good. guys. I, this is... My Tom, I what? just no. said that yeah, it no, informed good. the audience. I just said that it was a good thing. I just love that this important thing has come from, you know, plate changing instead of, you know, <laughs> like, oh, Albion's hanging off a cliff. I got to save him. Like a character moment. It's just a casual <laughs> thing. And I really like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, sweet. So since there is still some snow on the ground, uh, as you might expect for uh upstate vermont and new york in january so it's going to be a little more than an hour and a half to actually get out to willsboro point out to where the adsit cabin used to be as you make your approach you are uh driving up route 27 point road in north uh in upstate new york um and before you can get too close to the cabin there are definitely police barricades set up because this just happened last night, and they're not letting people get too near it right now. Uh, you can see, you can see the trees around the cabin's former location uh, from where you have to stop, and you can see that those trees, uh, well, in winter with all their leaves shed, they have seen better days. Also, they look kind of burned. And you can see where the cabin should have been through the gaps in the uh, wintry burned trees. And yep, there's not a cabin anymore. There's uh, there's parts of what used to be a cabin sitting there. But unfortunately, the historic log cabin is destroyed. No respect for goddamn history. It's a shame. You hate to see it. I really do. All right. So uh, what's our plan? Since we are half police there now. Well, so who, which one of you guys needs to get over? Are we taking something from this? Or are we, like, do you have to go over there, Des, and channel something? Um, I don't think I have to channel anything. Not unless if there's a, oh, there aren't any ghosts around for me to talk to, are there? Why don't you find out? Make me a lore roll. Target three. Four. Okay. You reach your senses out into the sort of supernatural ether around you, and you feel that there are definitely ghosts around. A lot of them are from a long while ago. I mean, this is a, this is a Revolutionary War veteran's home that you are not too far away from. I was wondering so, if his ghost specifically was there. Um, you don't know for sure. 
uh, but you can try to communicate with uh, some of the nearby spirits that are available. Okay. Good morning, my friends. Please tell me you're doing this out loud. <laughs> uh, probably not loud enough for any cops to hear, but yeah, I'll do it out loud. I mean, you are in a car. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll speak out loud. <laughs> okay. Um, so when you channel spirits, Des, is it usually like voices in your head or, uh, can you sort of coerce them into manifesting? What's up? Um, I believe that she can actually see them in a semi-corporeal form. Like her eyes, she doesn't even have to close her eyes or anything. Okay. So you, yeah, I, I'd say that that's fair. That's reasonable for your character's flavor. Um, is there a way that you can make yourself not seem crazy and uh, allow other people to be in on this? Hmm. I mean, I suspect uh, that Alvin just kind of knows what's going on. Well, I'm not sure because, like, people pay her to do this because they can't do I it think themselves. We've also, everyone in the car has seen her do this. So, I mean, it's kind of like a normal thing for her. I mean, okay. I'll probably. I, I mean, Desdemona could probably say something along the lines of, "Oh, oh, there's somebody. I can talk to. I can talk to them. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try to talk to them." Okay, I will also give you the option of actually channeling a spirit through you to let the other people talk to it. Oh, that'd be cool. Because <laughs> that would be a deliberate use of ectomancy. Uh, we could we could definitely do that as well. Uh, the only thing is, um, it would be your voice coming out through Desdemona because I don't have the answers. Yeah, that's totally fine, and oh. I yeah, I kind of like that. All right, yeah. We'll, um, actually, wait. I've got an idea. I've got an idea. Good morning, my friends. I invite whoever witnessed what happened last night to come and use me. I allow you inside. Uh, right. hey, Diz, can you change the phrasing on that real quick? <laughs> yeah, that's a little weird. Ghost phrasing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair, who she's talking to right now has been dead a long time, so, you know, probably that's the correct verbiage. So, uh, I'm gonna have you make a... Um, I'm gonna have you do a proper spellcasting roll for this so let's go with a target four you have to first summon your spiritual power and then uh roll to control it so first roll is going to be conviction that's only a three okay um i'm gonna give you a fate point because you deliberately put yourself into a situation where you are never truly alone and you are banking on that so I'll, you know what? I'll give you a fate point for your trouble. I'll be a little, I'll be loosey-goosey and friendly. <laughs> All right, do you need me to tag anything or? I mean, you can just tag whatever you want with that fate point. Well, I could just tag Never Truly Alone right back. I, I feel like your high concept, honestly, is sure, mouthpiece maybe of the, the most appropriate. That yeah. makes it a five. Okay, great. Uh, and now... I need you to roll a discipline to control it for four. That's also the three. Amazing. Having a night. Uh, yeah, ah. super good night. Like so you can, so you can choose to take one physical damage, uh, in order to 
keep that power in or you can let some of that power escape and not be as effective or you can give me a fate point I only have one more from a, you know, our refresh here, so I'm going to just take that physical damage. Okay, one physical stress to make up the difference. Ain't so bad. Yeah, so she blushes first because of what Albion said, and then, oh, her head starts to hurt a bit. Yeah, it's not even, like, consequence-worthy. It's just, yeah, it's just a little bit of, of it's strain. It's stress. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... You reach out and invite a spirit uh, that witnessed whatever occurred last night to uh, actually come in. And you do. You feel you feel yourself giving control over to another. And you are conscious in this moment of what is occurring so that you can choose to dismiss it if you need. Uh, but you are not totally in control of yourself at the moment. This would be terrifying, except that this is something that you do. Yeah. You know how to do this. Yeah. So for you, uh, what might scare the shit out of a normal human in this case is just another day in the job for you. Um, and uh, a, a strange voice that sounds like Desdemona, but not starts uh, talking through her. Yea, verily, I did indeed witness the events, the horrendous events of the previous night. Uh, howdy. Would you, uh, would you mind elaborating a little bit on, uh, what went down? I'm afraid I am experiencing some difficulty in, uh, with the nuance of your parlance. <laughs> Someone else want to talk to this guy? Because, uh, Apparently, the nuance of my parlance is not coming. Would you care to elaborate about the events that transpired, sir? Ah, much, much clearer. clearer. Many <laughs> thanks upon ye. The, the events of the previous night are truly horrid to relate, but I shall do my very best and give it an earnest attempt. And the ghost explains that uh, they saw people approaching, but not like the people that normally approach, because this building is a museum. So these were people that were approaching under the cover of darkness and attempting to force their way into the building. And after they did force their way into the building... Um, they weren't totally sure what was happening. They were trying to get a closer look at what was occurring. Uh, those same individuals then made a hasty exit. And then there was a magnificent flash of light and burst of sound. And the log cabin was rather reduced to its current state. Well, now. Hmm. Did you uh, have any idea what these... Sorry, let me try it again. Did you have any idea what these folks, sorry, people, looked like? God, that was uncomfortable. Truly, God is my witness, t'was uncomfortable for myself as well to be patronized as such. But they were, they were, they, they were queerly dressed in what 
I believe, passes for finery in this modern age. Huh. I'm gonna let the, uh, the use of queer slide, because I know that is. That means something different for you, but, uh... Why? What... What other meaning could it possess? I don't think that this is the time, Albion, for, um... <laughs> you know, open-minded discussion. Uh... <laughs> That that's very fair. Um, the 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 ghost sort of the ghost in Desdemona looks at, of all people, Sylvester and asks, "Pray, should, should I, I be, be taking, taking offense?" offense? <laughs> Take some. <laughs> Desdemona, you have full control of your senses and faculties again. Oh, she uh. Speaks out saying that she thanks the the spirit for the information. Um, uh, I think we did not get along very well, I'm afraid. You're a little rough around the edges sometimes, my friend. Here just, I just thought to, I was ruggedly charming. Just as a clarification, you were fully aware of everything that just took place. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, seriously, right, you didn't have so... to antagonize him. He was just trying to help. I, I didn't think I was antagonizing him. I was just trying to be understood. Anywho, so we saw people in fine garb blow up the cabin. A couple of fancy yep, lads made a, an explosion. Folks in suits. Do we have the number for the FBI, by the way? Did they give us their phone number, their business card or anything? Yeah, sure. It's... <laughs> Ancient and stuff. It's beep, beep, beep. And ex- and don't forget it's extension. <laughs> <laughs> extension um, redacted. Uh, now I feel patronized. <laughs> There's also a tilt somewhere in the area code. So have fun <laughs> dialing a tilt. <laughs> oh man. So uh I think they did give you their information because they weren't sure if you were going to go with them initially. And just as a precaution, they were like, here's how to get in touch with us if you change your mind. So, yeah, I'll I'll rule that you guys did get uh, a way to get in touch with them somehow. So we had, I know we spoke to Agent Pyburn. Did the other agent have a name? I do not remember. Agent Wilson. That's correct. Okay. Points on the board for Tom. All right, I'm going to say we should probably start driving away and, um... Get us some distance before I call the FBI. Uh, okay. Um, hey, Ro. Mm-hmm? Would you like a fate point? Um. So, I'm going to offer you a fate point for probably one of the easier compels ever, uh, in which a police officer just comes over and sort of knocks on your window and asks, like, why you're hanging around. Uh, or you can give me a fate point to leave the situation with no issue. Um, give me one second here. I will take that fate point, sir. Okay. All right. So, uh, an officer, well, uh, clearly, like, they pulled straws and sent the young one over, so a younger (laughs) officer walks over and just... Uh, it sort of makes the gesture for you to roll down your window uh, in the front seat there. So I rolled down the window like half a centimeter so he can hear us, but like 
nothing, like, can't, like, reach in or anything. Um, Hi, uh, can I help you? Uh, no, we were actually, um, <laughs> we were coming to, uh, visit the house, uh, but I guess not. This is our, uh, my college professor and my class, actually, uh, part of my class, we're doing a field trip, um, you know, studying the history of, you know, historical cabins on the lake. A plus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you do know that uh, museums closed on Sundays, right? Um. Yes. So. Yeah, I, I knew I should have checked the website before we came down here. By bad gang. Uh, Ro, I'm gonna make you roll the deceit, and I'll okay. just say that, uh, Sylvester is giving you uh, a boost. Okay. Um, your what? target, though, because this is a pretty hard one to swallow, I'm gonna say it's a target four. Okay. So, I rolled a two, but I have a plus four on my deceit. So that's a six? Damn. Okay. Uh, it's actually a seven with the oh, assistance yeah, of of Sylvester aiding you in this lie. Epic um, lie. So, uh, so you are able to sell that you were just sort of confused and didn't really realize that uh, it would be closed. So, uh, the uh, the officer's like, uh, just sort of gives you, sort of regards you and is like, uh. Okay, well, uh, unfortunately, I am going to have to ask you to leave unless you had some other business here. Oh, uh, no, I think we were uh, just leaving, uh, right, Prof? Yep, that we were. Uh, do, do you mind if I ask uh, where you're a professor, sir? It's University of Vermont. I forget the name of the fucking school. <laughs> the name of the school is the University of Vermont. So, yeah, University of Vermont, <laughs> the school that I teach at. History. <laughs> Why are you saying oh, that what? like a lie? <laughs> so, this part's true. So the fact that you are so badly telling the oh, truth God. right now, I am going to make you roll a low-grade deceit. So just like a target one. It's a negative three. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm lying. It's a two. Wait, 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 what? I'm lying. It's a two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I'm gonna say because you just fooled me. Sure. Why not? <laughs> I just wanted to hear you guys pee yourselves a little. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, good job. I need to change. Uh, are you proud of yourself? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Excellent. Uh, yeah, he just, he just sort of regards you oddly, but it's like, oh, yeah, uh, across, uh, yeah, across the lake. Okay, yeah, all right. Uh, fair enough, I guess. Just, uh, carry on about your business, and, uh, sorry that this trip ain't gonna work out. Yeah. All right. Uh, you wouldn't have to have directions to the nearest IHOP, would you? <laughs> Uh, where does the gang want to go from here, or do they want to have individual scenes? I did want to call Pyburn. Okay. Sure. I'd say we pull into IHOP. 
<laughs> and yes. um, uh, I put the phone on speaker as I call Pyburn. Okay. Uh, yep. Pyburn answers. Agent Pyburn, FBI. Uh, howdy, this is Albion Graves. Oh, uh, Mr. Graves. So good to hear from you. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing all right, you know. Uh, we, uh, we... I don't know if, uh, you remember our last conversation a couple week, couple days back, but, uh, when to go situations resolved, thankfully. Uh, glad to know most of y'all got out of that all right. Yeah, I, I can tell you're on speaker. Uh, is everyone else in the, in the party there? Yeah, we're all around. Yo. Guess we're here. Bud. Hi. Oh, even even the crazy son of a bitch that ran in and uh, whacked one in the face with a, what was that, meat tenderizer? Yes. Yes, it was. Okay. Uh, so I still have some unanswered questions from that incident uh, regarding, I don't know, Something uh, that was so horrible that one of my boys had to go on administrative leave. Uh, I'm uh, not quite sure where you're referring to. I think I do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, there was a giant uh, monster wendigo who uh, ate up all your guys. That, yeah? Uh, Ro? Huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh. Okay. And I thought my bedside manner was shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just gonna cut the bullshit on this one, point blank. I'm not buying what you're selling. And, uh, Ms. Brown, I think we are gonna have to have a face-to-face about this in the near future. Neutral territory? As long as we're allowed to be there with her, yeah. That's, a, that's good. that's not negotiable. Oh, I'm willing to come to you. Neutral territory? Of course. I don't know, is this IHOP accorded neutral ground, y'all? I'm not saying right now. I have... We're at Waffle House. He's the FBI, he knows we're at IHOP. Yeah, Jesus Christ, you don't think I can track your cell phone? Yeah, um, anyway, we actually were calling about something else. Huh, well then, um, Miss Brown, I suppose we should, uh, arrange... Well, clearly you have a way to contact me, so just, uh, when it's convenient for you, if we could arrange to have a meet-in at the neutral ground in Burlington, please. Yeah. She goes a little pale. Wonderful. Now, uh, what situation were you calling to talk to us about? I mean, Um... we do, you are still on our good side right now, Mr. Graves. And I do appreciate that. Um, I mean, so, you didn't have to go in there and start, uh, you know, mopping up Wendigo. I feel like a lesser man would have taken the distraction as a reason to leave, but, uh, you know, I mean, fuck, I would have. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to let someone die because of my mistakes. <laughs> they were in the way. Anyway. I mean, you take whichever answer you prefer. Please elaborate on why you have called. I am a busy man. Alright, uh, so, this adds it cabin situation. You probably are in the loop about that. Pretty plugged in, yep. Alright, we think it might not just be arson. We think there might be some sort of magical, or some sort of bullshit involved. Well, that would, uh, make sense why you are calling me, why you specifically, your group is calling me. 
What do you think's going down? Well, we talked to a ghost near the scene, and people wearing nice clothes, or finery as he so eloquently called it, he was a went into the ghost. building, forced entry, and uh, it, then it exploded. Well, that is a very fine tip, and uh, the FBI thanks you for providing helpful information on an ongoing investigation. But he didn't sound like Snagglepuss. What's that? He was like the funky phantom, but he didn't sound like Snagglepuss. Okay, that's a less helpful tip, but thank you. (laughs) If I'm ever interrogating a ghost at the scene, I think I will be able to more easily identify. Anyway, move on. Alright, so that's, um, most of what we wanted to let you know. And also see what, if you had any other information you could offer us about the situation, what do you, what do you guys know about that? Well, uh, since it just happened last night, we're fairly in the dark. We only have police reports to go by. You haven't sent any of your agents out? Uh, not to the scene yet, no. We're allowing local law enforcement to look into it until we have more reason to, and thank you, we now have more reason to. Alright, well... Be a bro and keep us in the loop, yeah? I will be a professional and I suppose keep you in the loop. I do not think being a bro is in the cards today. I mean, that's fair. I just figure at this point we're basically civilian consultants, so... I appreciate your point of view. <laughs> Good pet talk, coach. Thank you, doctor. Now, uh, unless you have uh, more of my guys to thank you, by the way, run in and save from imminent doom with a cooking appliance or <laughs> cooking implement, then uh, is, I think this conversation may have reached its terminus. I believe so. You take care now. You as Later, well. Tater. All right. Okay. I could demolish. That's stack of pancakes right now, y'all. I don't know about you. Two stacks. Yeah. Uh, I could, I could probably eat three, but you know, I you should I really, up. we hang up. Really hang up when you're done with a phone up. call. Mid-sentence. I said I hung up, Mike. We you hang have to up push on the big mid-sentence. red button that says "End, Albion." <laughs> Guys, I literally said I hung up. We know we're making fun of you. <laughs> oh no, it's connected to Bluetooth. He's still on. <laughs> He's using his FBI stuff to not hang up the call and eat up your minutes. Hey everybody, it's Michael, your Game Master, your Property Destruction Boy, and your best friend. We are two for two on Cabins Getting Blown Up. Just real good track record on this show. None of your cabins are safe. Hey, so this is the start of Chapter 2 of Green Mountain Mysteries, which I am very excited about. Uh, it's going to be a fun ride, and we're going to have a lot of fun where with this, where this story goes. Uh, you think you've seen supernatural hijinks? You ain't seen nothing yet. That was cheesy. Oh, well, you you get it. It's time for another ad read, and I am excited about it. I may not know much about fashion. I mean, just look at me. Well, okay, you can't. This is an audio medium. But I like to think I've got a pretty good eye for a straight guy. 
Why do I bring this up? Well, it's because even a dullard like me knows that even if I can't rock the freshest fashion sitting here in my t-shirt and jeans, at least you can get yourself looking real crisp with Hot Butch. Hot Butch is a fierce fashion and lifestyle brand offering a one-stop shop for butch and tomboy folks to shop their unique style. Everything is designed by and for butches, studs, and tomboys, so y'all can look like a million bucks without spending a million bucks. Where did you think that joke was going to go? Uh, I'm not that original. So you can get yourself looking real nice by checking them out. Follow our referral link, which is bit.ly slash hotbutchppn. Once again, that is bit.ly slash h-a-u-t-e-b-u-t-c-h-p-p-n. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Once again, thanks to William Blake for his assistance editing the episode this week, and thank you again to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us, and a bunch of other great shows like Simultaneous Catch, which is about football, or Sorted, Not a Harry Potter Podcast, and Steampunks. Just so you know, our next month, May, is Guest Month, so we are going to have a special guest episode, and you're going to have to wait and find out which member of the podcast network is on our show and also which show i'm going to be on which is so exciting to me <laughs> it's a secret uh, you'll find i'll tell you next time anyway you can check us out at www.pocketpodcastnetwork.com and if you want to make me say something uh read an ad or a personal friendly who knows what uh you can get a pocket note by going to pocketpodcastnetwork.com slash pocketnotes and give me money to say your words. You can find us and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at, at GMMcast, and you can tweet about the show using the GMMcast hashtag because we rely entirely on word of mouth to advertise. And we also have a Discord channel that is growing by the day week it's growing anyway and it's got a lot of fun people in it and we talk about a bunch of fun stuff and we play jackbox games uh weekly or more than weekly now usually bi-weekly so stop on by all of the links are in the episode description thanks so much again for listening and back to it we go hi i'm daniel game master of the actual play podcast no dice Join magic assholes, Ixen. There's a score between me and doors, and so far, doors are zero. Perry. They definitely have a lot of daggers happening. They're, they're hiding in various spaces. Sayersha. I always love getting stories from adventurers. I, I really wish I could just have, you know, one of my own. And a whole host of guest players. You can find No Dice on the first Friday of every month on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or PocketPodcastNetwork.com. Where do we want to go from here so I can plan what scene we're doing next? Uh, I feel like we need to talk to the uh, warden about the radio. Yeah. Because we never got a follow-up on that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That is true. And did we okay. want to do a, um, like the whole group with him, or did we want to do a like, one-on-one phone call? Well, um, I will remind you that magic and technology don't go super well together, so the warden probably doesn't have a lot of cell phone access like he's called you but i imagine uh using a cell phone too long won't go too good did you guys want to just invite him over to 
Desdemona's place, just, you know, meet in the parlor. Yeah, it sounds good to me. Yeah. We can start the first and second half of the episode at Des's place. That's hey. right. Y'all love it. We do I mean, love it's... Des's house. You're the only one with a house. True, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've invited the uh you've invited Warden Beaumont to join you back at Desdemona's place so that you can try to follow up on a clue. <laughs> I just realized that I needed to keep narrating there and that that's not a place for me to stop narrating. <clears throat> nope. <laughs> well, it's like, did he show up? We're dying to know. Yep. Good job, Michael. You run a tight ship around here. A tight ghost ship. Oh, continuing. Um, so you've invited Warden Beaumont back to Desdemona's place to follow up on the boombox that you gave him to uh, try to get some more information about. Uh, as we remember, Des, you tried to track it, but couldn't get further than a certain point. And so you were hoping that the warden could find some other magic on it or s- trace it somehow. Indeed. All right. Well, uh, driving back from the IHOP, uh, I, I assume you set a time to be back at your place and to meet with enough time left over to put on another kettle of tea and have it ready for the warden when he gets there? Or do I misunderstand your character? <laughs> no, there's definitely um, more hot tea, and she probably puts out whatever leftover muffins there are. She's not getting any more, though, because she already had muffins and IHOP, so... <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you don't want to have to work off more on your Peloton. Well, I don't know. I mean, Ro thinks that Desdemona is a fat cow, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, stop. I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I kid. Oh, man. So, yep. The warden is nothing if not punctual. Uh, the time that you gave him is the time that he arrives, which I'm going to say is somewhere around, let's let's call it, uh, like, noon. All right. good. Yeah. There's a lot of buzzing coming from uh, Darius there. Yeah. But... Okay, I think it might have just cleared up. Nope. Oh, neat. Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, noon on noon on the dot. Your friend the warden arrives, uh, and he oddly enough knocks at the back door. Oh. Oh, oh weirdo. Weird. That's All right. Weird. Well. Desdemona goes to the back door and unlocks it. Uh, oh, I don't... oh, hello. Uh, yes, I was trying to make sure that I was on time, so I, I took a little bit of uh, magical shortcutting, and I guess the, the way that I took um, dropped me right in your backyard. Uh, I am very sorry about the... Um, I don't know what kind of bush it is. It's, it's winter. Uh, it doesn't have any greenery on it. You can see he's just sort of like brushing at his legs and there's a little bit of like loose uh, sticks and things. Uh, yeah, apparently decided to come out um, in an inconvenient spot. Sorry about that. That's okay. Hydrangeas are nothing if not hardy. Come in. Oh, it, yep. Yep, that that tracks. Uh, I, I smell tea. Yes. Oh, what, you are always such a wonderful host as... You can tell that he is trying to make up for his obvious uh, goof. <laughs> Just being overly nice to you. Because it's literally the nicest he has ever been. 
I will accept that nicety. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, well, come on in. We're all we're all in the parlor. Okay. Uh, great. So, hi everyone. I see you're all here. Uh, Albion, Roe. Yo. Doctor. So. Uh, he he gives you uh, a nice little nod and actually looks you in the eyes because guess what? Once you soul gazed someone once, you can never do it again. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, how's that for getting respect? Um, yeah. So he he uh, says, "Oh, can I? Can I? Uh, is this chair taken?" There are chairs everywhere. Sit wherever you are comfortable. It is true. There is an abundance of chairs in this particular room. Uh, he he finally starts settling himself and uh, is able to stop tripping over himself to be overly polite. So, uh, yes, uh, I... Oh, man, that is a real shame about the Adsit cabin. Uh, I assume you've already been there and back. Yeah, we, uh, we checked it out, and, uh... It's apparently probably magical. I wish I could say I was surprised. Yeah, so do we. But um, let's let's talk about this this boombox and uh, the things that I found out about it. Have you had any oh. luck? Uh, yes, actually, a little bit. But first, I am going to have some of this, and he just takes a sip of that nice hot fresh tea. It's like. Oh my god, that is so good. Uh, it's this is perfect for a January day like today. It's a, a lot of cold moving in off the lake these days. Jeez. Anyway, ooh. That that feels wonderful. So, uh thank you again for that. You're welcome. So, uh it looks as though the magic that I found was tracing back to some point um some point across the water from where you found the where you found it right at the park there uh but it wasn't that far away i guess the angle like i did a little bit of um i guess magical triangulation is what you might might say uh i have a lot of experience with you know setting up divination style uh ritual spells and uh I just put my thaumaturgical cap on and did a little bit of uh, angling, and it looks like it was actually coming from somewhere very close to where you were. Uh, and it wasn't going straight across the lake either. It was a really short hop, like where where your trail, uh, where you tell me that your trail disappeared into the water. Um, if you follow from that and a couple other things that I, I did to try to figure this out it looks like it points toward the the municipal plant that you guys went into alright so there is more going on there that's great to know shit um have you found out anything more about whoever it was that you encountered there in what you have so delightfully taken to calling Mecha Champ. He makes a little uh, air quotes. 
I mean, we ain't seen him in a while. I imagine we should probably investigate that spot again at some point. Okay, because if I had, if I were a betting man, and I'm not, I would say either that's your, that guy's probably some sort of like accomplice to your necromancer, maybe even the necromancer himself, but he's definitely involved if, if what I'm thinking is true. Uh, I don't know if he's a necromancer. We, uh, when we attacked him, when, uh, Des tried to stop him with her magic, he got a little surprised, and I believe I recall him yelling, Oh, shit, really? Magic users? Or something along those lines. So he knows it's real, but I don't know if he's a spell slinger himself. I mean, he came across huh. to me as more of the mad scientist type than anything else. Huh. Okay. No, that actually... Hmm, that actually would make sense. Surprisingly, you know, I think you might actually have the right of it there, Doc. I think he's somebody who maybe has just gotten his hands on something uh, beyond what he should be able to do. He may not be a full proper wizard power type of, type of person. Hell, he may mm. not even be technically stronger at magic than, uh, I don't know... Des or Albion. Hmm. Hmm. So we think we might be dealing with some sort of hobbyist. Some sort of magic wannabe some bitch. Maybe oh, well, he found he... it in his parents' garage or something. Oh, well, he's definitely a warlock at this point, and the fact that he's in the know, hmm, that's unpleasant. But it would make more sense as to why I have no leads on this person and why uh, nothing about him rings a bell. He's definitely not like some, you know, spurned white council outcast or something. Speaking of, have you still not heard anything from your friend? No. No, no, no signs yet from our uh, dear old Marcus. Hmm. Okay. <sighs> That's hmm, that's unfortunate. So, yeah, he he has a a contemplative look on his face as he mulls over the information. And uh, anybody who wants to, you can make an empathy read on him. You've definitely spent enough time with the warden uh, at this point that you can for free try to do an empathy read. What's our target? I do believe that your target is four in this case that is a minus two on my part i am i don't have a score for that so that's a two for me i also got a two okay okay darius got some mic knocks apparently yeah all right um does anyone want to use a fate point to try and get it i only have one so i'm not sure if i should um hmm. i mean do you guys want me to uh I mean, yeah, I wouldn't mind knowing what's going on unless Gwen wants to throw her fate point at it. So here's the thing with empathy reads. You can keep doing them if you keep spending time around somebody. It's literally getting to know somebody after spending more and more time with them. Like, if you've spent enough time with a person and, you know, you could basically tell somebody all about them because you've just literally spent time with them. And they don't have to necessarily tell you things 
but you can pick up on stuff. So this this is a passive move that the game rules say if you've spent at least 10 minutes with somebody, you can make an empathy read on them to try to get one of their aspects or something about it. So I think you've spent more than 10 minutes with this dude, and I'm pretty sure you'll spend more than 10 minutes with him again. I'll try again some other time. Yeah, we can always try later and see what happens. We'll just keep him here for a few hours, maybe play some canasta. (laughs) I just like that uh, the game has a mechanic to justify uh, getting to know you, getting (laughs) to know everything about you. (laughs) All right, so as far as you know, we got to go check out that, uh, that plant again. And I mean, I don't want to go around assuming I know that makes an ass out of you and me but uh I mean there was not this much weird shit before New Year so uh, call a spade a spade I think this all might be connected do you think if we managed to find something over that the plant that this guy might have come in contact with like a tool or something uh is it possible that we could get a trace and try to track him that way I though I don't know much about the laws of the way cancel so if that's illegal, please let me know. Oh, no, I don't believe that that would be illegal at, at all. <laughs> You'd just be using an object that there's a, a connection that has a connection to the individual that you're attempting to locate. So that wouldn't make any that wouldn't be wrong at all. Oh, right. In fact, in fact, it would make for uh, probably a much stronger ability to do some divination. So we got a game plan. Uh, hey, yeah, I, yeah, you've got something to work with. All so, right. Well, uh, I I appreciate that this time your game plan is not wanton property damage. It's just breaking and entering. All right. You <laughs> so you're not coming. That's very fair. Um, no, actually, I I trust you of all people to be able to break into a place, get past whatever whatever security may be there, as you have encountered it previously, and uh, retrieve something from the den of a dangerous magical criminal. You know, if there's anybody in this city who I believe could get away with such a thing, it would be you four. And we thank you for your vote of confidence. Your faith <laughs> means Thanks, the world to us. You're so very welcome. I, on the other hand, well, I think I should take a trip out to uh, Adsit Cabin because I don't know what's going on out there. Did did you get anything particular from investigating out there? Found a colonial ghost. Yeah, we found a ghost who saw the whole thing, so technically we found a witness. That's okay. Yep, that. Right, that's right. Yep, that is what you do. Okay, perfect. Uh, That is a fine use of your talents there, Miss Brown. She smiles. Okay. So, uh, yeah, you can just basically have shared with him the the details that you got, and we don't need to. (laughs) We don't need to cross old ground or whatever. Albion insulted the dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh a beautiful moment in time. Um, you, yeah, seriously, though, the word queer didn't mean anything else back then. I know, it was just an opportunity for comedy. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. 
Uh, so, do you want to go back to the more municipal plant today, right now, or do you want to uh, make plans for for that particular excursion, or do you have other avenues that you want to explore before you do? Albion's pulling out this signboard again. All right, so we remember what happened last time we went in there, so we got to make sure we're not caught with our pants down again. Just wear a belt. <laughs> Thank you, Alien writes on the board. <laughs> Wear a belt with a frowny face next to it. <laughs> All right, uh, thank you, Ro, for your input. You're welcome. Anyone Wait, have any is ideas? The, is this the infamous vampire flowchart uh, board? Yep. Okay. I do believe Albion was asking if anyone else has any ideas. Oh. Uh, hmm. Do you have something that could stun a person safely if you know, there's somebody there. Nothing lethal, but maybe knock him out or something. Are you asking the warden about that? No, I'm asking if Albion has a taser. Oh, um, be- probably. So actually, I do have a question. Is the warden here for this conversation? I don't know. Is Does he, he want to be? Um, do you want him there? Uh, sure, if he wants to be. Okay. Uh, all right, give me one sec. We have invited him for input. Okay. Well, uh, I... Oop. Not... I, I just clinked my dinner plate, so I'm not leaving that on the recording. Um, just pretend it's tea. Clink. <laughs> ah, yes, fully. All right. Well, if you... If you wouldn't mind um, a slight delay in not heading there right away, I... I suppose I could be convinced to brew up something for, you know, to help with this not exactly legal thing that you're doing, but I literally can't be bothered to care anymore. You know what? We appreciate that. Could could you show me how to do that? It, uh, well, yes. Like, we, if you want, I can try to teach you some of the ins and outs of brewing and crafting, but... It will probably take a lot of time and practice. It's uh, it's a delicate art. Her eyes get big with excitement. Okay, you're the patient type. Perfect. Uh, I, great. Um, that's that's something that we can definitely uh work on then. Uh, sometime in the near future. But in the meantime. I do want to go take a look at Adsit Cabin, but I can be persuaded to um, not go there immediately. I can, I guess, get you something for some sort of utility before I go. What were you thinking? Like maybe something that'll make them sleep or something? Like, you know, if somebody surprises us, we just like throw it at their feet and they fall asleep or something. Because he put a spell on us really fast last time. Yeah, that sounded like you uh, you tripped a ward. Oh. So, yeah, that's probably what that was. Was a uh, a pretty significant ward that got set up. Man, that must have taken a lot of time and energy. Anyway, uh, yeah, so uh, I can get something like that, I suppose. At the very least, something that can ca- like act, I guess, like a flashbang. If that's fine. Uh, that sounds yeah, that's great. What I was yeah. Okay. 
cool. I didn't uh, didn't play Call of Duty for nothing then. Wonderful. So uh, yeah, I can I can definitely get something uh, that would have a disorienting effect. It's just you probably wouldn't want to uh, you know look at it when it happens. All right, I have a stink bomb. Sorry. What about a stink bomb? Wouldn't that be easier to make? Problem is, we'd be well, dealing with the stink. I mean, well, we could get gas masks. You don't want that stink <laughs> in any of the cars, I imagine. Um, uh, pardon me, but what exactly is the utility of a stink bomb in this particular scenario? Well, it's a non-lethal takedown weapon. Okay, valid. But that takes all of us down. I, <laughs> I don't know if I could appropriately create something to make that effect happen that localized without being a real problem for all of you. That would be extremely delicate work, and I wouldn't want to try to wing that in, like, the rest of today. Mm. So, appreciated, but unless you want to wait longer. It's true. It would take too long to make. It sounds like the previous option will work just fine. Yeah, all right. Disorientation. Great. Love it. I do okay. have a question, Warden. Uh, sure. What's Say up? Say that uh, there was wards there, there again. Do we? Is there any way we could set them off like remotely? Look, what what triggers it? Does it have to be something or someone alive, or could we like throw a rock at them? So I don't necessarily know. You you kind of have to set the conditions for how your wards operate when you make them. However, this might actually be a good thing that this guy isn't particularly magically adept. If he isn't, then it he might not have been able to actually set up another ward on this place in the amount of time that he's had. Like, a week to set up something that strong? I don't know if that's... That might have been able... He might have had enough time. But he also sunk, I guess? There is always the option that if we take an extra bit of time to look around the outside, I can at least try to find a second way in. I don't know if it's possible, but given my uh, career path, I might be able to find uh, something for us. Well, well they we did could... have an aquatic entrance. What if we rented a boat? Well, we could swim in. Sorry, Albion, say that uh, word again. They had an aquatic entrance. Aquatic. What? what? <laughs> I'm sorry, are you making fun of the way I talk there, Ro? Nope. Uh, keep going, buddy. <laughs> Thank you, Ro. I believe I will. Anyway, oh, there is an aquatic entrance. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. All right. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that would serve as a, another way in and out. I mean, obviously, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, if you can get some kind of... If you can get a boat and get it in there and get something small enough to get in there and not attract the notice of the Coast Guard right nearby, then more power to you. I don't have a lot of input on this particular aspect of the plan. I would, I think at this point, I'd probably just want time to uh, do my thaumaturgical work. But if you'd like, I could. 
you would have to get this back to me. I cannot have this not get back to me. Okay? Can we agree on this? Of course. Sure thing, boss. Okay. Who, I think the answer here is Desdemona Brown, is the most magically attuned. Sylvester? (laughs) Yeah, okay. I saw his soul and that's a no. Did you see the creepy guy with the eye patch too? Because I don't know I who the fuck that is. <laughs> I would prefer not to answer that question at this time. Fair enough. He shivers. <laughs> it probably is me. Okay, so I will let you borrow, borrow a particular piece of magical equipment that I have that when focused on can allow you to more accurately perceive the presence of such magical dangers. Right, sweet. We'll take good care of it like it's a baby. I do not want to imagine you taking care of a baby right now. No offense, Albion. Some taken. <laughs> Fair enough. Look, just my main... A little bit. My primary interaction with all of you has been uh, criminal activities, talking to a werewolf group, and then also shooting the hell out of a big, nasty Wendigo. So pardon me if those do not seem exactly uh, parenthood-related activities. I mean, maybe your parents... Okay, this conversation, I think, is just going to start going in a circle. Um, if there's en- nothing else you need from me, why don't I just see you when I... I'll, I'll see you this evening. All right, we'll see you then, boss. Thank you. And he just sort of gets up and uh, leaves. And uh, at some point, I think once he's actually away from all of you, if you're paying attention, you can see that he kind of unslumps his stature and maybe kind of subconsciously remembers oh right i'm a warden (laughs) and uh takes uh he goes out the back door and opens up a little little way into the never never and uh carefully tries to step over your uh what was it hydrangea hydrangeas ah sweet um do we have enough time to have made another empathy roll on him um, I think that was your empathy roll for the scene. Okay. He's coming back. Let's get him. <laughs> I love it. All right, okay. so we want to try and hit that, like, tonight, or do we want to wait until the morning? Because I feel like undercover of darkness might not be the worst idea. I mean, tonight would probably be best, so we can just get it done and over with. Uh, I'm very inclined to agree. Are we going to be renting a boat, then? I mean, yeah, well, the well, the getting's good. Okay, uh, do you need me to make a couple of phone calls to see if I can rent a boat? Yeah, I wouldn't mind. Okay. I mean, we might just go in the way we came in, but, I mean, if we have a way to get our boat unseen, that might not be the worst idea either. Ro, you think you're up for that? Yeah, no, that works. Uh, do we know 
for a fact that the under like the water entrance isn't completely underwater. Actually, we don't know uh, that. You were able to see that particular entrance, okay. so uh, yeah, you did have uh, you did have vantage to see that it is not a hundred percent underwater. All right. Okay. So there's it's not. Probably, it's probably Sorry. like a lot of the buildings over in Venice. They just kind of have this little couple steps that go into the water, and then there's a there's a little boat. It's just part of the yeah, building. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a pilings access to uh, to down there, but it's fairly obscured from the outside, so it's not a lot of room. Um, you guess that it would be difficult to try to actually fit any of the boats, like any actual boat, in there. Without, um, I don't, I'm not quite sure. You'd have to examine it a little more to uh, make that assessment. Um, so. As you are uh, deliberating over how best to approach this particular scenario, uh, Ro, mm-hmm. you feel an oddly familiar sensation coming from your wallet. All right. Um. And before you can even really react and try to identify if it's the library card again, a way seems to open inside of your parlor, Desdemona. Oh my goodness! Only very briefly. And from it, two of you recognize the face of the librarian. Oh! Who speaks exactly one word, friendship, and leaves. Uh, who the hell was that? Definitely going on ratemyprofessor.com. <laughs> <laughs> what is my oh. score on there? <laughs> Probably decent. You're the cool teacher. Not so good. I guess yeah. the one who comes in, spins his chair around backwards, and just like, what the fuck is up? <laughs> Early oh, cancels class because he just doesn't want to teach today. No, no, no. Oh. I do the Alucard impression. I'm like, hey, kids, want to see a dead body? <laughs> <laughs> Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.